Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. My brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to, to Almighty God, God and to you, my, my brothers and sisters, and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Fathers, who bestowed on Saints Joachim and Anne this grace, that of them should be born the mother of your incarnate Son. 
Grant, through the prayers of both, that we may attain the salvation you have promised to your people. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Reading from the book of Exodus. From then they set out, and the whole community of the sons of Israel reached the wilderness of Sin, between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had left Egypt. And the whole community of the sons of Israel began to complain against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness, and said to them, Why did we not die at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we were able to sit down to pans of meat, and could eat bread to our heart's content? As it is, you have brought us to this wilderness to starve this whole company to death. And the Lord said to Moses, Now I will rain down bread for you from the heavens. Each day the people are to go out and gather the day's portion. I propose to test them in this way to see whether they will follow my law or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they have brought in, this will be twice as much as the daily gathering. Moses said to Aaron, To the whole community of the sons of Israel say this, Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaints. As Aram speaking to the whole community of the sons of Israel, they turned towards the wilderness, and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the form of a cloud. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel. Say this to them, Between the two evenings you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have bread to your heart's content. Then you will learn that I, the Lord, am your God. And so it came about, quails flew up in the evening, and they covered the camp. In the morning there was a coating of dew all around the camp. When the coating of dew lifted, there on the surface of the desert was a, a thing delicate powdery, as fine as hoarfrost on the ground. When they saw this, the sons of Israel said to one another, What is that? Not knowing what it was. That, said Moses to them, is the bread the Lord gives you to eat. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. In their heart they put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They even spoke against God. They said, Is it possible for God to prepare a table in the desert? The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Yet he commanded the clouds above and opened the gates of heaven. He rained down manna for the food and gave them bread from heaven. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Near men ate the bread of angels, he sent them abundance of food. He made the east wind flow from heaven, and roused the south wind by his might. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. 
left her house and sat by the lakeside. But such crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat there. The people all stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables. He said, Imagine a sower going out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell on the edge of the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on patches of rock, where they found little soil and sprang up straight away, but because there was no depth of earth, as soon as the sun came up, they were scorched, and not having any roots, they withered away. Others fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Others fell on rich soil and produced their crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Listen, anyone who has ears. <coughs> the Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm not going to preach on St. Joachim and St. Anne. Uh, the Collect talks about their singular grace, and I think it's a day for us each to think of the singular grace that we have been given in our monastic life. A singular grace in the sense that each of us is graced, but it's singular also in that God, through our faithfulness, gathers a people to himself, a people in whom he is glorified. Instead, I would like perhaps to focus on the gospel, well known as it is. On Friday, Matthew will give us an interpretation of the story in Jesus' own mouth as an allegory. In this moral explanation, the story is about how we receive the word of God. In the early church, evidently, there was a different tradition reflecting a different pastoral situation, arguably closer to that of the gospel narrative itself. And it is, that is the question why some people are converted and others are not. The evidence of this is in an anonymous, <laughs> an anonymous sermon um, associated with the writings of St. Cyprian, which was discovered in 1914 <laughs> in the supplementary volume of Means Patrologia. It's an interesting question, because in this interpretation, the seed is still the word of Jesus' teaching, but what germinates are disciples. And the different sort of yields reflect different vocations in the church among those disciples. In this anonymous sermon, the 30, 60, and 100 are various vocations of faithful. Obviously, there are lots of people who lapse. The 30 of the married, the 60 are people like ourselves, virgins and celibates, the ascetics of that period, and the hundredfold are the martyrs. It's um, part one of several texts which together shed a lot of light on the origins of Latin Christianity in Africa and on the way the church there came through the second century, that difficult time. Nevertheless, continuing a story of redemption. It teaches us, too, that there are many ways of responding to the word, but the response is always a fruit born in our hearts by the seed that is sown. And so I was thinking, if in the Exodus God feeds his people directly with manna and quails, in the New Covenant, he sows seeds of vocations, and it is in our response to his call that that manna is produced through which God cares for his people and guides them today. And perhaps our vocation is to be people of whom others will say, what is that? And <laughs> realize that it is good nourishing food 
as a little word of hope. We can remember that the meaning of a parable is in the way it serves as a sign of the kingdom and that we generally find this in a surprise element in the story. Here it is in the exceeding abundance of a harvest, a harvest of grain yielding 30, 60 and 100 beyond measure for all the, even thinking of all the wasted seeds. So let us today trust with all our needs in the Lord of the harvest that our own response to his call will be as abundant a sign of his kingdom. And so as we turn to our Lord in prayer, let us pray particularly today for our own community at Downside and for the communities of those abbots and abbesses who are sharing this Eucharist with us. Let us pray for the congregation that nourishes us and has guided us through these many years. But God will not leave the church in this country and around the world now without the good harvest. Of Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously hear us. In our various <coughs> communities, discern the way of God for us. Let us pray for wisdom, imagination, and courage. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And let us bear in our hearts those who are sick, that God may heal them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive our prayers, O Lord, as we offer you the bread and wine with which you have saved the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, we pray, O Lord, these offerings of our homage, and grant that we may merit a share 
in the same blessing which you promised to Abraham and his descendants, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you are praised in the company of your saints, and in the crowning and in crowning their merits you crown your own gift. By their way of life you offer us an example. By communion with them you give us companionship. By their intercession, sure support. So that encouraged by so great a cloud of witnesses, we may run as victors in the race before us and win with them the imperishable crown of glory through Christ our Lord. And so with the angels and archangels and with the great multitude of the saints we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Sanctus, 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 Deus rightly gives you praise for through your son our Lord Jesus Christ by the power and working of the Holy Spirit you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the Sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name therefore O Lord we humbly implore you by the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these Eucharists. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, 
and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, and with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Joachim and St. Anne, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. With your servant Francis, our Pope, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, forever and the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the Lord, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. 